Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, that's the hand dryer in the bathroom. So yesterday, Sandy and I are down in the little break room area here, and we start discussing. I don't remember, Sandy, how did it come up initially? Do you even remember? I don't. don't. But I remember needing to make a point to you. I said I don't like the hand. I said I don't like those hand dryers in the bathroom because they never work. That was the kicker because I could show you how to get your hands clean or dry quickly. Because a lot of people just like shake their hands underneath there, and why aren't they dry in five seconds? Because you kind of have to rub a little. I've got a so I I wanted to demonstrate my method. I wanted to empower you to dry your hands correctly under or effectively. I won't say correctly. I will say effectively under the hand dryer. So we went into the bathroom Mm -hmm. here at Radio City. We propped the door open because we thought it would look really weird if the two of us walked into (laughs) the restroom together. We have a lot of open-minded, friendly teammates, but that still would have looked weird. All right. So then I said. I don't like to use these things because I can't get my hands dry fast enough and I get very frustrated. And and you were very, very into making the point. You just threw your hands under the water. You're like, see, wash, wash, wash. Yep. Okay. And then I went over to the hand dryer and I rubbed them together for five or six or eight seconds like and they weren't dry. Like a away underneath the blower, which was also not key to drying your hands. So here's the bottom line for me. Yes. It takes too long. I am not that patient and friends, keep in mind what too long to John is. 20 seconds. Exactly, because I said, watch, I will show you. Here's my method. So and I he timed immediately. 1, 000, timed. 2, 1, 000, so my 3, method 1, under the hand dryer is like two or three inches underneath. And I have the top of my hand while I put the other hand underneath and let the top of the other hand and then <laughs> put my palm underneath the top of my head, let it rub and then put the palm. So I've gotten both sides of my hands. And then by that time, you just do a little uh, of this. What would you call that? Caressing each, yep, each rubbing hand. rubbing your hands. <laughs> Caressing each hand. Hands. And it is dry enough that you don't have to wipe them on your pants. John timed this. It was, what, 24 seconds? Yeah, 24 seconds. So that's my point. I, I, Of course it can work, but it takes too long. Give me a paper towel, and I'm done in three seconds. But you're supposed to wash your hands for 20 seconds in order to get them clean. But clean. I do that So there's one way. minute of hygiene but after you But I do that either way. But then something. if I have to take 30 more seconds. You're a 20-second washer? Um, I, I cheat pr- that I probably, one. I probably cheat that. I, I cheat that. I'm probably That's the whole, like you're supposed to sing happy birthday, I don't do that right? anymore. No, I, sing it so I don't fast. do that anymore. Okay, so. Happy birthday I, to you. And, and then also when you're in a bathroom mm-hmm. where you have to open the door, this is my bigger issue. Yeah. You don't have a paper towel. You've just washed and dried your hands, and now you're opening the door handle if it doesn't have one of those foot things behind somebody who probably didn't wash their hands. So give me the paper towel, right? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm touching a dirty handle. You have a sleeve. Tuck your hand but in your sleeve. Not all my shirts have a sleeve. Yeah, just well, I'm wearing that's short a good sleeve. Point. Barrel your shoulder into the door. It'll pop right open. Not if you not if pull it. Yeah, if you pull it. <laughs> not yeah, if you got to pull work. it. So then this got to another issue. Okay, so you can weigh in. What, what do you think about this? Are you a paper towel or are you a hand dryer? 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. Are you team paper towel or are you team hand dryer? You can call us. You can text us. Weigh in and be a part of the conversation. I'm oh, all in on hand dryer. I will I, say on. that there is the, the quickie convenience is that we do have the hand sanitizer in a pump. Next yeah. to the sink. So if you really are in a rush and you don't have the 40 seconds, because we're on the air and sometimes you got to run and do a dash, then you can at least use that and not have to do the yeah. water and... 
But I still haven't gotten an answer on how do you open the door. Because you know half of the guys do not wash their hands at all. You want to grab that door handle with your bare hand that you've just cleaned and dried under the little blower? Well, we have unisex bathrooms, so... I'm, I, you know. I know, but you know, I'm just, women no, are a but lot I'm more, just saying, like, so I'm part of all men. of that. Okay. Right. We can stipulate to that. I think I'm on team paper towel. Now, here's why. Mm-hmm. To Sandy's point, when, when I walk out of the, the unisex bathroom here, we, we do have a, a, a hand dryer. And it, I, I think it does a nice job. I have used it. But I've also stood there and be like, come on, let's, let's get going here. And, and there is no paper towel. So I will default to the hand sanitizer because I feel like I can at least do the whatever, whatever I need to do with my hands while I'm walking and continuously moving. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done that. And I think the Dyson Air Blade thing is mm-hmm. a marvelous invention, though. Not all hand dryers are created equal. Uh, that's kind of a fun experience. It scares my kids, but I enjoy using it. Uh, if I had to pick, I would choose a piece of paper towel. You know what I do, John, for you? What? I have extra hand sanitizer on my hands when I'm leaving. Usually, so I just figure, well, I've got to do I the do twist lock. Too. Anyway, yeah, I figure I'll oh, swap like some hand sanitizer on there so I'm helping kill germs. There you go. So, see, Deb and I are part Ew, of the solution. That is yucky and slimy when no, you it touch dries it. Pretty I would say it's made it's mostly of alcohol. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that has led into this discussion. We're going to let a team paper towel. I'm just going to throw this the, out there. Okay. Okay. Here's a big issue that I've always had since I've been an adult. Okay. We wash our hands after we go to the bathroom. Please, if you have sensitive ears, you might want to tune away. I'm just going to have this conversation for a second. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we go to the bathroom. If you're a man, you go to the bathroom, you may have to touch a sensitive part to facilitate going number one. You see where I'm going here, right? Uh So you you unzip, and then you go number one. Your stuff. My stuff. I'm touching my stuff, maybe. Oh, she went there. To go to the bathroom. Okay, so we go. And then afterwards... We wash our hands. My stuff is maybe the cleanest part of my body because my stuff has been showered in the morning and then enclosed (laughs) in my clothing. So I'm thinking I should wash my hands before I touch my stuff because I've been walking around the office touching everything and now I'm going to touch my stuff and get my stuff dirty and germy. I should be washing my hands before I touch my stuff. Not after. Uh, you'd get no arguments there. Uh, occasionally, the uh, the whatever that goes into number one splatters back, and then you get stuff on your stuff, which is no fun for anybody. So I should be washing my stuff, right? Not my hands. It's all dark, and it gets hot out. It's like a bacteria trap down there. Oh my! Yeah, that can happen too. This took a turn. But it if sure I've been did. walking around for three hours in this in this petri dish of an office, yeah. touching people on stuff on people's desks, touching surfaces in the dining area. And then I go to the bathroom. I'm more likely to need to have washed my hands before I go than after. So maybe I should do both. Well, let me ask you this. Are you passing gas in those boxer briefs oh, while you're sitting down? Because no. all of a sudden, you know, it's the, the stuff's got to go somewhere and it might go to your stuff. Yeah, I'm not really a gas passer. I sure I am. am. I am uh, delighted <laughs> to say there's a, a reason for Team Paper Towel on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. A team paper towel, one hundred percent from nine two zero. As a kitchen employee, the health department requires you to dry your hands with a single use towel for a reason: effective and doesn't spread germs. So that is, uh, we've got more team paper towel than. Oh, it's overwhelming. Than yeah, than team hand uh, hand uh, dryer. So I tried to have this conversation with Michelle <laughs> about how I should probably wash my hands before I. 
touch. Yes. Uh-huh. Any other part of your body? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was not having it. She was like, why are we having this discussion? Yeah. I said, because I just like to talk to you. She said, no, we're not talking about this. Why Why are we talking? She said, you, you wa- fine. Wash your hand before, after. Wash it twice before, twice after. Why are we having this discussion? I said, because, baby, I thought we could talk about anything. <laughs> You're not convincing anybody. <laughs> she said, "No, we're not. We're not talking about." I'd that. like to get back to your gastrointestinal oh, t- integrity. No. Hey, we'll you have more gas break. issues, Matzik, than I do. For oh, sure. Oh yeah, no. I, I, there's a lactose thing. Do you have right? a sensitive? Where, do you have a sensitive gut? Uh, no, I, it, lactose doesn't always get along with me, and we have some fun with the kids in that regard. Um, <laughs> I added rum to my shake for a dollar once. And that's a mistake I'll I'll never make again. Not that's doing a, that again. It's a long story for a different time. When your kids want to go look for hermit crabs on the beach in St. Thomas and you have to white knuckle it a quarter mile back to your hotel. Oh, no. <laughs> that could be an emergency. I, I should not have added rum to my shake for a dollar. It was an accelerant. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, definitely That a was a situation. great night. I thought it was my last day. Um, <laughs> uh, let's leave it here with this comment. Mm-hmm. It's from the 920. Hey, team, isn't it time for traffic or yeah, something probably. else? <laughs> Can you move on? Thank you, 920. <laughs> that was sent from Sandy, by the way. <laughs> she sent it into the text. I'm sure a dear friend of some sort. Wow. I hate to, I hate to tell you, Max, but they're, everybody's team paper towel. It's like 95%. But at least you'll know that I'm clean every time. You'll hear that, and you'll you see are. me emerge. Clean and dry. There's no doubt about the that. The big smile on my face. It is 425 at WTMJ. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. I'm a traveling man. Made a lot of stops all over the world. We are excited to be joined on the Afternoon Show by Ann Sayers. She is the Travel Secretary. Ann, thank you so much for being with us. So good to be here. Oh my gosh, February. There's so much to do in our neck of the woods in February. I just love how we do things in Wisconsin. It's like, it's winter, we're going to have a festival for that. And we have festivals all over the state, lots of ways to get out there and enjoy these warm moments with friends and family during Wisconsin winter. Tell us what's going on in Fond du Lac, Ann. Yes, so in Fond du Lac, you know, and across Wisconsin, fishing is just part of who we are all year round. And one of the particularly unique fishing traditions that's being celebrated this weekend in Fond du Lac is the Sturgeon Spectacular. <laughs> this city's annual festival for celebrating winter and the sturgeon spearfishing season on Lake Winnebago. It's happening Friday, February 10th, all the way through Sunday, February 12th. They're full of events and activities. You're going to discover some snow sculpting contests outdoor curling competitions, horse-drawn wagon rides, a chili crawl. Mm-hmm. There's really a lot more going on. You can catch a glimpse of those giant fish as the spearfishers bring in their catch from Wentz on lake um, on the lake. That's a separate club, and you can register for the biggest sturgeon contest on Saturday. The festival times up with the start of the spearfishing season when hundreds of massive sturgeon are harvested from Lake Winnebago over a short season. It is too late right now to get a license for the spearing season, but you can definitely just get out there, get in on the fun, and see it all go down. Yeah, it's really something to take in. It's a pretty cool thing to see. And Cedarburg is beautiful year-round, and they've got stuff hopping, too. Yeah, I think a lot of us are familiar with Cedarburg because of their events in the summer, like the Strawberry Festival that happens in June. Then there's the Wine and Harvest Festival they have in September. But that festive spirit does not change come wintertime. Coming up February 18th and 19th is the Cedarburg Winter Festival. The theme this year is Wild West. So that sounds pretty fun. Mm-hmm. You can expect to find decorations and activities to match the theme. One of the most popular parts of this festival is hilarious. It's a costumed 
bed race on the ice. So teams of up to five people will cleverly decorate the beds and then race them across a pond toboggan style. So that seems like something you just mm-hmm. like you have to see. Whole family's going to love it. They have other things too. Ice carving contests, barrel races, and a family-friendly battle of the bands on Saturday. Mm. And would winter be complete without our fuzzy buddies? You could see sled dog racing in Iron River. This is this is a different one, isn't it? This is up in Bayfield County. It's happening later this month, and this is very unique. It's the Northern Pine Sled Dog Race in Iron River. It combines Wisconsin's well-known love for sports and our tradition of embracing winter. It's a full day of family-friendly fun. It's happening Saturday, February 18th. Spectators can find several viewing spots along the route. You can watch the teams of sled dogs whiz by. The race starts and finishes at the Northern Pines Golf Course and Event Center right there in Iron River. And if you want to get inside, if you don't want to ice fish all day long and you don't want to be out in the cold, there's a cool option in Rock County to get inside. I love this one. Yes, so the movie lovers out there are going to love the upcoming Beloit International Film Festival. It's the perfect chance to... Get away, get inside, stay cozy and warm. The festival is actually celebrating its 18th season this year. It's a tribute to the power of film, independent artists, and for fans of cinema. Kicks off February 24th, runs all the way through March 5th. Ten days, you're going to be able to discover works of emerging local, national, and international filmmakers. The schedule includes dozens of feature-length films, documentaries, short films that cover a wide range of genres and subjects. And films are shown at several venues in the city. So the Beloit International Film Festival is just a great way to get familiar with the city of Beloit. And, of course, you know, we had to have the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That is happening on Saturday, February 25th. So come along and sing along for that cult classic. Sandy, that's right up your alley. I know every word... Every frame of that film. It was one of my all-time favorites, and I got very excited when I saw this on the Beloit International Film Festival list. This is great. I am so happy to know this about you, Sandy. <laughs> Road trip to the Beloit. Don't dream it, be it. <laughs> Ann Sayers is the travel secretary. For more information, you can check out TravelWisconsin.com. And it's always good to catch up. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Same. Thanks for having me. You got it. It is 443 at WTMJ. Up next, Tim Sheehy, the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce and the guy who always gets the good parking spot here in the structure. He joins us live in the studio up next. Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Hey, Tim, thanks for joining us in the studio. John, good to be here with you and Sandy. Hey, so we, are, we are solving all the world's problems today. And one of the topics we've been discussing is your preference. You're in a public restroom. Would you rather have paper towels or the hand dryer? Which do you prefer? You're designing the bathroom and basing it on your preference. Would you rather have paper towels or the hand dryer? Paper towels. <laughs> Why? Um, I, I, I don't know. Just paper towels. I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> I want to wipe my hands off. <laughs> I'm paper towels, but Sandy and many others are drier. I don't know about many others because on the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620, a lot of paper towels, and I'm also being uh, educated that supposedly the hand dryers just blow around a lot of bacteria. I was trying to be nice to you. Sa- no, but I, so yeah. I, am, I am learning, I, but in our bathrooms here, uh, it is hand dryers or it is hand sanitizer. So 
for now, I'm adapting to hand dryers, but I'm slowly but surely being educated and encouraged. My to, big thing uh, is I don't like to grab the door handle. And so if I don't have a paper towel to grab the door handle, then I feel like I you, just you wash my hand and I'm grabbing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a problem if you do a radio show. You, know, you want to be stuck in the restroom. All right, a couple of things that we wanted to dive into with you. I wanted to start with something that's in the news, and it is Walmart closing on Silver Spring. Why is that a big deal? It's a big Walmart, and they serve food. They sell food, excuse me. Fresh produce, all that sort of thing. And parts of northern Milwaukee have already been classified as kind of a food desert. This is closing. Leaders in that area are not happy. How big a problem is that? You're attuned to issues in the city from education to poverty. Food deserts in Milwaukee, how big a deal is that? You know, it's a big deal. Now, Walmart has a huge presence across Wisconsin, and I saw they donated something like $24 million last year. So they're not leaving Wisconsin. Um, Not all their stores make it. Um, This one obviously had some financial issues to it, Um, and... So it, it, it is a problem for people in, in the city, both where companies move because they don't see the business, but also because of crime. I mean, it is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. Businesses need to make decisions, right, yeah. about where they go. And, and if there's an opportunity in there, somebody will fill that void. So are you still riding high on last week's news about Northwestern Mutual and their investment in the city? Yeah, I mean, if you look at cities like Indianapolis um, that have Eli Lilly and others like um, Austin that have Dell, Milwaukee now has a company that's put a billion dollars into their campus downtown that can host up to 9,000 employees. Now, the challenge, of course, is they've got an $83 million in property in Franklin, but I think that's a great opportunity for a company that's looking for that kind of landscape. So my hat's off to Northwestern Mutual, and it's a great uh, testament to how they view the future of the city by anchoring themselves with a billion-dollar investment. If you were Franklin, would you be upset? No, I think I would understand because the, the Franklin campus, in part, was built for redundancy and now that everything is in the cloud from a technology standpoint they don't need that physical redundancy and i just think that they decided we're going to have people back in the office we're going to double down on downtown they still have a big investment out in franklin and i think that'll turn out to be an opportunity for another company i like the optimism of that because to have a company there that really wants to be in franklin and will continue to develop that area would be a better solution than a non-committal unhappy Exactly. And, and, and times change. They've been there for 10 years, uh, and not that it's a long time, but Franklin's a wonderful part of the M- Milwaukee area, and somebody's going to find that really appealing. Uh, let's go to the airport. What's up? What's down? How's our airport doing? Mitchell International's traffic. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? So 5.4 million flights in 2021. So that's up a million from the year before, but still a million and a half down from our peak. Wow. So travel is coming back. Um, Southwest has lost a little bit uh, of their lead. I think they've gone from like 41% to 36%, mm-hmm. but Delta, Spirit, and everybody else is picking up. So it's good news for people flying in and out of Mitchell, and that's good news for our access to flights. We've added a couple flights to the East Coast, Boston and JFK. And in the summer, I think we've got Seattle coming back uh, online uh, and um, Kansas City. So it's good news. The more we use Milwaukee, the better the flights. So you mentioned those East Coast flights. That's JetBlue. Have you flown JetBlue? It's a really nice experience. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think that's not taking nothing away from Southwest. They've been a great and are a great partner from Milwaukee. But the more the competition, yep. the better the flights. And there's some new data about 
exports and who does the state of Wisconsin do business with and who do we import from? Yeah, I think the most important lesson about exports is the only way a region's economy can grow is if you export goods and services out of the region, it doesn't have to be international, because that's what brings in new money. In a sense, we're washing each other's socks, and we want more socks to wash. So the more new revenue that comes in, the more jobs and capital investment that creates, it's great. So Wisconsin exported about $27.6 billion last year. Um, you'd probably guess the top ones, Canada. Mexico, but surprisingly, 20 years ago, China wasn't even in our top 10. They're our third largest export market. Hmm. Um, And then you have Germany and the U.K. We also import a lot from China, Canada, and Mexico. But the good news is our exports were up about 10%, and that means more revenue into the region and the more success companies are having selling their goods and services outside the U.S. What are the top things we export? So medical products. Um, mining equipment, um, and uh, small motors and engines, uh, and then a, a lot of what you'd call technology services from Rockwell and companies like that. So it's still, I would have to say, manufacturing is still our fastball when it comes to exporting uh, goods outside the region. So Governor Evers proposes a tax for Milwaukee, a sales tax. How would that work? What does it mean? And what's the likelihood that it gets done? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think the governor and the legislature are coming together on a proposal to put more shared revenue uh, into cities across Wisconsin, and that's good news. Um, The second thing is that Milwaukee has a real challenge with its pension costs. And so giving Milwaukee access to a sales tax whether that's through a referendum or having the common council or county board voted in, um, I think is a necessary um, part of our growth as a community because we've got to invest back into public safety. And the only way to do that, I think, is through an additional sales tax. All right, give us some good news. What's Tim Sheehy's best news of the week? You know, my best news of the week um, is what I saw coming to the Couture, which is a $400,000 4,000-square-foot LED video board that will be showing um, uh, all sorts of advertisement scenes, uh, different things from Milwaukee that will sit right above the transit center. I just think it's going to be a really cool uh, uh, New York Times-like version for Milwaukee. Which way is that going to face, that 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 huge screen? Well, it's 142 feet long by 28 feet tall, and it'll wrap... Uh, okay. The building on the inside where you come through on uh, the the couture. So cool. I just think that's, a, that's something Milwaukee doesn't have. It could be pretty cool. That sounds cool. Tim Sheehy is the president and CEO of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Always great to have you here. Team paper towels. <laughs> Tim, have a good rest of the day. <laughs> it's 456 at WTMJ.